Hey, pet lovers, welcome to Pet Lover Geek powered by Pet Hub. I'm Lorian Clemens, and today's episode is all about compatibility. <laughs> you know, here at Pet Hub, a big part of our mission is about helping pet parents prevent their fur kids from getting lost and, if they ever do go missing, giving pet parents the best possible chance to get those kiddos home. So an important aspect of returning lost pets home quickly is understanding their motivations and perceptions so that you can best predict where your furry little friend has wandered off to and why they might've got lost in the first place. Our guest today co-founded How I Met My Dog and is a nationally recognized dog trainer who has devoted her life to developing the human and canine bond. Her name is Jody Anderson and we're super excited to have her with us today. So stick around through our short break so that after you can learn all about who our dogs are and how to develop a deeper more meaningful relationship we're also going to learn about jody's service which is super duper cool and you have to check it out hang tight Welcome to Fellow Geek, Jody. Super excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. We're going to jump in and we're going to learn more about howimetmydog.com. But before we even get there, uh, I want you to give our listeners just a history of you and who you are. Let's get to know you so that they see you uh, and understand like what an expert you are and how lucky we are to have you on the show. So tell Great. us a little bit about where you got started in the pet industry and what brought you here where we are now. So 35 years ago, I decided that I wanted to, I was in public relations on Madison Avenue, and I decided that I, what I really wanted to do was to train dogs. So I got very involved, sort of dove right in. In those days, you didn't have to have any letters after your last name. You just, you know, you, as you said, trial by fire. We went out and, and we did whatever it was that we needed to do to, to gain that street cred. And I lived in Manhattan. And for many years, I just sort of volunteered to help people train their dogs. And um, then one day, my vet, when I was there with my dog, said, do you think I could start referring people to you? Um, I have a lot of families that really need help with their relationships. And I love how you work. And I get all kinds of great feedback from the people that you will, you know, helping now. And I, to be honest, um, that was the birth of Jody Anderson as a dog trainer. And yeah. I, I really dove in head first and, and learned as I went along and um, had a lot of amazing clients and uh, ended up writing a book about dog behavior, much more of a why we need to train our dogs than how we train. And one of my clients 20 years ago had a dog that was not a great fit for her family. And I helped them with how to manage this dog's happiness and their happiness. And that dog lived a very long and full life. Mm -hmm. And about 10 years ago, I got a phone call from that person who said that dog had passed on and they had just gotten two new dogs. And she had this great idea. She said, for all the time that has passed, and now we've got um, 
eHarmony, we've got Match.com, people are meeting their human soulmates online. Why is there nothing but still this random way that we choose dogs? <laughs> we bring them home. If they don't work, we give them back. So she came up with this great idea for how I met my dog, which was, could we possibly come up with a real meaningful way to match rescue dogs with the right people. So with all of my experience for the previous years, being in people's living rooms and helping them with their relationships, how I met my dog was born out of how do we decipher what questions we need to ask and have the information when it comes to people and how can we get the shelters and the rescues to give us enough information on their dogs so that we can do basically an e-harmony for dogs and people. I mentioned this in the intro, but one of Pet Hub's big missions is about keeping families intact. And, you know, we help reunite thousands of lost pets with their families. And a key part that we always talk about with lost pet prevention is really knowing your dog and really understanding your dog, because it's a big part of prevention is setting up your lifestyle and their situations to not put them in a situation where they're likely to bolt or whatever. But then even more than that, it's like once you try to find them, it's really important that you understand who they are. So aside from the lost pet stuff, which of course is near and dear to our heart, it's also just critical that Like you said, we don't have animals getting taken back to the shelter or worse, uh, you know, rehomed on Facebook or Craigslist or something. It was super duper dangerous. Also having a situation where it's an uncomfortable, you keep the dog for whatever reason, but it's really not a good situation for the whole family, which can lead to dangerous situations. And I mean, the list goes on and on. So I love the fact that this site has been developed by you guys. And I love the fact that you're basically using data and science and really coming at it from this really analytical approach, which of course appeals to my geekiness. So I'd love it if you could talk about your algorithm and how it works. What does it do? You talk about this set of questions and then what that leads to as far as choices, as far as matches for dogs. So talk to us a little bit about that. So um, this is the thing that we're most proud of. We call this, this our compatibility algorithm and our goal was to bring to the surface what would make one dog a better lifestyle and behavior match for one specific person. And when we were doing that, we consulted with veterinarians, Nicholas Dodman, uh, for one, and he is now the CEO of the Center for Canine Behavior Studies. And we went to uh, shelters and rescues and to see what information they had on dogs as they were you know, a dog that they needed to give us answers to questions on intake. How much could they answer? We wanted to make sure that the algorithm didn't ask anyone to evaluate behavior, just simply answer our multiple choice questions. And we had a data set for humans and we had a data set for dogs. And the algorithm takes that information And um, believe it or not, when someone comes to our site and wants to adopt a dog, we ask 56 questions about their lifestyle and behavior. And we do not ask what breed of dog they think they want. This doesn't have anything to do with breed. It's all about you as an individual or your family and this dog as an individual. And so we take the data set 
of the people. And then we get the data set from the shelters and rescues. We also have a rehoming portion of our site. So if you have a dog that needs to be rehomed, rather than, as you said, go to Craigslist or Facebook, we want you just to answer our questions. And then we will put that data set on that dog into our database. Every single person and every dog in our database has a unique pet profile. And pet stands for personality, expectations, and training style. And again, applies to humans and applies to dogs. The algorithm then takes these data sets and brings to the surface what would make a good match or the odds that this match will be successful based on what the dog needs, who the dog is, what you're looking for as a person and who you are and how you live. I love it. Now, there's all kinds of questions going on in my head right now. So I'm just going to start shooting them off and I hope we get to all of them. So you come to the site looking for a dog to adopt. I assume that is through relationships you have with shelters and rescues. Can you talk a little bit about like where's yeah. the pool coming from of these Absolutely. dogs? So we started out door to door. We started out in New England um, because there are three founders and we all live in the New England or metro area. So we're New York, Connecticut, and I'm in Rhode Island. And we said, okay, the toughest Department of Agriculture laws are in New England, right? So uh, Massachusetts for one. If we could go door to door in Massachusetts and start to ask the questions of these shelters who don't really need us, by the way, if we could get them to use how I met my dog, then we could go to the rest of the country, Texas, Florida, California, where they really do need help. And uh, so we started out door to door, and then we uh, would be introduced to different consortiums, the Massachusetts Animal Coalition for one, uh, every shelter we spoke to that liked what we were doing. We asked if they could refer us to another shelter. And we launched uh, in 2017, sort of released this to the wild to a few shelters. And by 2019, we were 140,000 registered adopters who had filled out this 56-question survey, matching in 39 states and had over 400 shelter and rescue partners. So we started door-to-door, and then we ended up being referred, and we went to all the national rescue shows. So before COVID, when we could all actually stand in front of each other and explain what we were doing, we were really sort of on fire and doing, doing a great job. We decided when COVID hit that we had to add something to this matching rescue dogs platform because so many people, as you know, stepped up to foster and adopt dogs. Many of the rescues that were our partners, there were no dogs. Mm -hmm. And so there was less need and there was certainly need in certain parts of the country, but the transports were all canceled. So the dogs that needed us in the South that otherwise would have been transported to the North were no longer there. Everyone was sort of in lockdown and we said, okay, How do we take the same algorithm that brings to the surface what a good match looks like and bring to the surface those people that now have dogs, that already live with dogs, where in their relationship are the strengths and where could they use a little help? Yeah. So that's it. And this is the compatibility part of our program that we have just launched. We're in the process of uh, in the next four weeks, we'll have a new site, a sister site to how I met my dog. Now you can go on and there's a live link that says already living with a dog, take our compatibility quiz. And what that does now is if you have a dog, we're going to ask you a series of questions about you as a pet parent. And then we're going to show you your own pet profile 
through the eyes of your dog. That's exciting. And there's a lot of different ways that you can go with that. Let's put a pin in that part because I'm still on yep. the adoption part. And I'm, I have a couple of other questions that I want to make sure I don't lose sight of. So I'm assuming now though, that things have slowed down with COVID and everything that you've got the wider pool. And we're hearing, unfortunately, that some dogs are going back to shelters as people realize, ah, I'm no longer home all the time. This isn't a good lifestyle choice for me, which is really unfortunate, right. but somewhat predictable, I think. When I go on, if I go on and, and you're know, a participating shelter, am I basically going to be matched with one dog or several dogs? And the reason I'm asking this question is because you mentioned, you know, you don't even look at the breed. You don't even look at the way they look. It's just about the personality. But if I'm talking about match.com, which by the way, I met my husband on match.com. Andy. I, I met mine online too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm a big one on, on these yep. kind of things, but I'm here to tell you, like, though we like match personality wise. It was one look at his smile and I was like, Ooh, I need to meet that guy. So it does, you do have that kind of like, and if I only was given like, this is your dog, I might be like, "Hmm, what if I don't like the way he looks or something? I mean, it's such a good question because what we do is we match you until you adopt a dog. So just like when you're looking for your human soulmate, if they come on and you don't love that smile, keep going every single day. Every single dog in our database has new adopters that fit their criteria and vice versa. Every single day, dogs come into our database that could essentially match you. So if you come on and you do your profile with us and we say to you, you have one match Mm -hmm. and that dog is not appealing to you. The thing that's so great is that we don't show you our whole pool and let you look for that smile. That's the problem with how we choose to We bring them home because of what they look like and we try them on. And if they don't meet our expectations, they go back. That's much like dating men, actually, by the way. (laughs) Yes, except for they don't go back to a shelter. They just go back to to, uh, looking for other people to date. Yeah, totally. Keep keep going. So so the, the good news is your profile lives. Oh, my goodness. Hi. For our listeners, my boss interior puppy, Hetty, just jumped onto my lap and decided to be part of the interview. So keep oh my going. God. Okay. And I sent my dog for a long walk, right? So, <laughs> so he wasn't on my lap. He's a bit bigger. So essentially what happens is your profile lives in our database until you tell us you don't want it to anymore. And every time a dog comes into our system, if it matches your criteria, you then get an email that says you have a new dog that wants to meet you. That's awesome. So you can do the swipe left, swipe right. And it's, 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 I love it. Next question I have is, so what then does the match process look like after you're like, Ooh, I, I like that dog smile. I want to meet that dog. So like, do you go on a date? How does it work from there? So how it works from there is we turn it over to the shelters because this matching process is our mission. So we do not take any money for this. The shelters do not pay for this. What we're trying to do is help them make the best matches so that these dogs stay in the homes that they initially go to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the moment you get matched, we ask you, do you want to favorite this dog? Are you not interested in this dog? Or would you like to send an application? And one of the things that we found while we were building How I Met My Dog was that a lot of adopters were really coming up against the paperwork for every single shelter. And they were getting tired of it. And a couple of them actually said things like this. You know, I didn't want to fill out another application at another shelter. So I thought it would be easier just to give my credit card to a pet shop. 
and they're just going to run it through and give me a dog. So we thought, okay, how can we make it easier, not just on the shelters and help them with better matches, but how do we make this even better for the adopter? So we created uh, sort of an amalgam of applications from different shelters and rescues all over the country. And we created what we call our common application. So you fill it out once. And it includes references. And anytime you apply for a dog from How I Met My Dog, that goes directly to that shelter, your application. And then they get an email saying there's an application for this particular dog. Some shelters have very specific rules and need other questions answered. We say, go ahead and answer them. You know, ask them and you'll get the answers. We just ask that they don't have adopters fill out an entire application again you know they're all um they operate individually oh we're aware we work with uh, a lot of shelters with pet hub and for various really solid reasons have all kinds of different systems that don't always operate in a standard way the municipalities have no choice you know they say you have to fill this out for us so yeah totally but we try to make it easier another question i have too is then like so what's the success rate like how's it working So the great thing is for us, we had a, I think it was in the beginning, in the very beginning, there were no returns. I think we have a 10% recidivism rate where the shelters have like a 30. So it's been amazing. And the few that have been returned, uh, one was very interesting because of, of a son filled it out for his mother. And he said, the dog was ideal for me, but it just had too much energy for my mother. And we thought, okay, (laughs) Yeah, we, that right there is an issue, right? <laughs> that's an issue. But we did our job, you know. Yeah. So we do ask that the person who's going to be the primary caretaker of the dog fill out our Yeah, quiz. that makes and sense, yeah. Then we can make the right match. So I'd love it if we could kind of dig into some of your discoveries that you've found about, you know, when you're, when you're looking at your algorithm and how it's matched people. Like you mentioned earlier about finding the one, the match, the, you know, what's that spark that's there between that, perfect human and perfect dog match. The real magic is that there is no perfect dog and there is no perfect human. The real magic is, are we perfect for each other? Right. And what I have discovered from a lot of the feedback that we get is I chose a dog that I never would have chosen on first sight, but because you gave me the confidence that there was a deeper meaning to this relationship. We were matched for a reason. I wanted to hang in. And hanging in showed me that I got what I wanted and that dog got what they needed. And when I say that, Lorian, I get chill bumps because that's the whole, that's it. That's the full Monty right there. You should stop looking for, my girls grew up riding. And we have this expression in the horse world, pretty is as pretty does. You know, everybody wants that really fancy horse until they kick you. And you have to really understand that if you overface yourself or that dog, the odds are that relationship is going to fail. And the only one who pays the price is the dog. So what we said is, how are we going to take these creatures who have this incredible uber intuitive sense of energy and let them find their own adopters? Mm -hmm. Because there is no perfect human and there is no perfect dog. But if we could let dogs be a little bit more part of the equation and have a voice in who they go home with, 
the odds are that you're going to end up with the perfect dog. Yeah, I love that. Letting the dogs have a voice. And that kind of brings me into so the second part of what you're doing now, which is established pet parents with their dogs. You know, what are you discovering now that that are those things that people need to do where they need to maybe listen <laughs> to the dog a little bit more and, and make sure that they're giving their dog what they can to give them their best life. So can you give me some examples about, you know, what are, what is your algorithm finding now with what are those things that people can do to improve their life? So this is something that's not a surprise to me because in all the years that I spent in people's living rooms and diving into their relationships with their dogs, the one thing for me that always stood out was the, the single factor that breaks a relationship between a dog and a person or a person and a person is expectations. If I want a cuddler and you're cute and I bring you home and you're aloof, we're not going to work. If I want a running partner and you have breathing issues, we're just not going to make it. So if we could take those expectations and bring them to the surface first. So I might have a dog that here, I'll give you an example. I have a dog that I matched with on How I Met My Dog, and he's a Weimaraner. And again, didn't choose breed. I had already rescued a Weimaraner, but he happened to come up on my matches. So I applied for him and went to the shelter and adopted him. I am 63 years old. I don't have the energy that he has. So I walk him and exercise with him as much as I can. And then I supplement because I know who he is. I know that he has expectations daily of burning that energy. And I know what will happen because I'm a professional if I don't burn his energy, it'll come out in behavior. So on those days where I can't supplement his energy outside aerobically, we play mind games. I hide something and say, find it. And he spends 25 minutes looking for it and he's exhausting himself. And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm getting my work done. So what happens with this new compatibility portion of how I met my dog is we're trying to say to people, this relationship you're having with your dog, we can help you with these great sound bites of aha moments. Um, don't talk to the back of your dog's head. If you have a dog that if you're very focused and your dog is just a scatterbrain, it's okay. Do this, this, and this, and it will help your dog become more focused and it will help you relax. So what we're trying to do is we call them compatibility tips. In addition to giving you this wonderful payoff of custom advice. This is who you are. This is who your dog is. Do this, this, and this. And it'll make your dog happy and it'll make you happy. So really what we're trying to do is in these sound bites of information, we're trying to give you ways, sort of little magic pieces of information that are just going to take your relationship from good to great. And we also listen to the dog. Yeah. I love that part about the whole listening to their dog, because I think that that is as my dog is kissing me right now. I think that really, how old is he? She is uh seven and a half months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she's, she's, but I look at that smile. Look at that. 
She's, she is a doll and, and, you know, believe it or not, she's a great match for our family. Now we don't have a lot of time left, but I would love it if you could spend just talking about some of those examples of, of how the algorithm really helps find that soul pet, like examples you mentioned already about like the exercising thing, or like you want a dog that maybe can hike with you getting a dog that doesn't breathe well is not necessarily a good idea or has arthritic issues or whatever. So can you talk a little bit about like maybe some ex- actual examples of some matches that were just, we nailed it. So we, we've had quite a few of those. And sometimes when I talk about them, it almost seems uncanny, almost otherworldly, because we had one gentleman who had a, a Kerry Blue Terrier. And here I am again with this, you know, breed specific and we do not match my breed. And he had lost his dog 12 weeks prior and he was devastated. And he was a friend of my son-in-law. And my son-in-law mentioned to him, why don't you go on How I Met My Dog? They just launched. I mean, we, we were literally three weeks old and we had very few dogs in the system. And he said, go on How I Met My Dog and just fill out their quiz and see if they can find you a dog. And he said, well, they'll never find me what I'm looking for because this is all I want. And he said, I'll, I'll try it. He went on, he filled out our 56 question quiz. Um, we said, we have no matches for you. And we just didn't have any dogs in the system. And about two hours later, he was on the Cape and a woman came into a shelter in Medfield, Mass with an 18-month-old Kerry Blue Terrier that was not getting along with her other dog. And she said, I love this dog. Um, This dog is my world and I want him to have the best life. So is there any way that you can help me rehome him? And that was a shelter we had just signed up with. And the director... The director said, you know what, go to How I Met My Dog and fill out their quiz and see if they can match you. And that man and that dog were a match. That is uncanny. It is actually kind of, I love stories like that, but you hear them all the time. And I love that now we have a system like HowIMetMyDog.com to help those magical things happen over and over again. So unfortunately, that's really all the time we have. But I want to thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Other yeah, than just, my dog is, is eating the than, mic. <laughs> it was wonderful to meet you. The only thing that I want to say is our sister site is not yet up. So anyone who wants to find out what kind of pet parent their dog thinks they are, if they really know their dog and to get all this wonderful advice, Go on howimetmydog.com. There's a live link on the right-hand side of the homepage that says, already living with a dog, take our compatibility quiz. We can help you if you already have a dog. And if you're looking for your canine soulmate, we can help you with that too. Oh, that's exciting. That's awesome stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Jody. It was thank really you, wonderful. Woman. Remember, if you are interested in learning more about Jody and what she does, make sure you head on over to howimetmydog.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Pet Lover Geek powered by Pet Hub, and I'm Lorian Clemens. Until next time. <laughs>